And I wanted to tell you, Senor Biden, Mr. Biden, number one. I come from Nicaragua, and I gave him, he gave me mucho dinero, a brand new phone. Oh, I love America. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. going on america welcome back to the all american savage show podcast i'm your host john burke happy to have you here with me and my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner josh who is by the way jewish not really but for the sake of this show he is that's right all you anti-semites eat my crotch (laughs) that took a weird turn oh my god it is a dreary tuesday here in dallas texas it's roughly about 40 something degrees out there it is drizzling it is raining but at least it ain't icing speaking of icing do my ac Iced over last night. I think the coils has a leak. Yeah, we come back um, from we come back from going to get something to eat, and Sheila noticed there was like some ice on the AC unit. I was like, "Wait, what?" It's like, "No, it's not cold enough to freeze yet." And so I go over there, and the whole thing's iced over. It's like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Here we go." I was like, "It's got to be. It's got to be a faulty coil or something like that." So a freon leak potentially, but um, yeah, they're coming out to look at it, and it's like, "Well, that's just that's just what I need." So guess what? Subscribe now because I got to repair my AC. <laughs> No, not really. Oh, somebody check on Jack Sobasak. Is Jack okay? Is Jackie Boy okay? He's having a little meltdown over there on Twitter. He's he's so upset about the uh, the veto thing. And we're going to talk about this on today's show. Like seriously, of all things to melt down over, of all things to get upset about, it's the fact that you know Ron DeSantis talks about doing a potential veto. If, like I said, we're, we're, we'll we'll get to this, but. Jack, he he's not doing good. He's he's really not doing good. I kind of feel bad for the guy. He's having a complete and total meltdown over on Twitter. He's like basically, you know, saying that DeSantis is, you know, the bottom layer of hell for being a sellout and yada yada. And just like, good grief, dude. Like, sincerely, get a grip. You need to get some help. It, it's it's to the point now where it's like, I'm embarrassed for you. So we're gonna look at that today. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. It's these are the grifters, what they do. What is up with your camera, dude? Like, I cannot figure this out. I'm trying to, like, get it to where it's in frame, but whatever. We're just going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. There we go. Anyway, uh, a lot of late-breaking news over the past, man, I want to say 24 hours. Just massive hit after massive hit. We've got the SCOTUS ruling on the side of Biden. We've got the update from Greg Abbott himself on what's going to happen at the southern border there. Um, We've got the veto that never happened, yet sent MAGA reeling. Uh, We've got some polling that doesn't look good. Because are polls real now? Are polls real? I'm just, I'm curious. We'll see. We got 10 months of y'all in the hot seat, baby. Y'all in the hot seat. I should say cultists, rather. Y'all are in the hot seat for the next 10 months. The crosshairs are now on you. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun. I'm, I'm, I'm already enjoying myself. Good. Already enjoying myself. Good. My Good. team's out of the playoffs. I don't give a damn. Now I'm making fun of everybody. <laughs> I don't care. It's no, it's no punches getting hold or held on this one, though. Elijah Schaefer over there. He's melting down. It's like, bro, shouldn't you be groping boobs somewhere? Like, shut up. Just stop talking. Like, stop talking, bro. 
Like, let's let's just get into it. Let's get into the first story. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Code Jack is going to save you 20% off for the next, well, 24 hours. Only Code Jack. That's right. Code Jack. No, not my pillow. It's Shellshock CBD, baby. ShellshockCBD.com. Code Jack for the next 20, 24 hours is going to save you 20% off. Or for the remainder of today, excuse me. 20% off. Hey, why should Mike Lindell get all the grift? Come on. Let's throw some shell shock way. I like Mike. I think Mike's a crackhead. I'm sorry. I think he's an idiot. I think they're all Former idiots. Former crackhead. Doesn't matter. He still acts like a crackhead. We'll say. Code Jack, 20% off. There you go. Oh, I'm making all kinds of friends today, baby. I'm making all kinds of friends. I had a tweet go viral. Well, almost viral. It hit like 600 something thousand views. Oh, my God. The just levels of anger and vitriol is just, ah. Oh. I just love engagement farming, those those people. It's just so much fun. So much fun. Nice little paycheck. Yeah, because I'm doing to you what you've been doing to the DeSantis team for the last, well, pretty much year. Now I'm going to do it to you. It's going to be great. Uh, let's get into the thing that's triggering people right now. This is this is a real thing. This, this was a real thing, okay? This is how insane MAGA has become in the Twitter world, okay? Now, I know Twitter is not real life. But Twitter in and of itself, it's such an interesting place. Oh, my God. It is such an interesting place because for some people, they do feel like it is real life and they take it so seriously, like legitimately. They take it super seriously. So, okay, this is driving me nuts. I got to shrink your camera, but it's like knocking it out of the frame. I don't know what to do. There we go. We'll just just do that. We'll just, there we go. Whatevs. Whatevs. So, you think I'm making this up? I'm not. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suggested that he would veto GOP-led legislation in his state to use taxpayer funds, get this, to help former President Trump pay legal bills. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. I am not making this up. Now, this is the, it's been withdrawn. This is not happening. DeSantis was only replying. He didn't mention Trump. He didn't say anything about this. MAGA is using this position to say, what a traitor. DeSantis is already talking schmack about Donald Trump. Ugh. Literally, DeSantis replying to a recent report from Politico that some Republicans in the state want taxpayers to help Trump, who wrote on formerly X, formerly Twitter, but not the Floridian Republic who wields the veto pen. That's what re- DeSantis responded to this. The message posted late Monday quickly halted any momentum behind the legislative push. Well, it was already it wasn't already it was already withdrawn. State Senator Alina Garcia, who endorsed Trump's presidential bid, responded to the post by saying she would withdraw the bill. The bill was filed filed on January 5th amidst a crowded primary, including two Florida residents, she said, referring to DeSantis and Trump. My concern was the political weaponization against conservative candidates. And while Florida Chief Financial Chief Officer Jimmy Petronas brought me this bill at a time when all candidates were committed to campaigning through the primary one front runner now remains and he can handle it himself she continued i'll be withdrawing the bill the bill was not going to go through but the simple fact that she wanted she wanted to introduce this bill is a slap in the face i don't care who you are i'm pretty sure democrats would not feel okay with us saying guess what we're going to pay for greg abbott's legal bills with your taxpayer money don't you think they'd find an issue with that I mean, wouldn't you find an issue with, say, for example, DeSantis was in the hot seat? Would you have an issue with your taxpayer money going to fund, fund his legal bills? Absolutely not. MAGA, there is no way they would be okay with that unless, unless it's their guy. But it's if your guy, oh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Zeke, yeah, I don't think 
the taxpayer should pay for his uh, legal bills. Well, I agree. But MAGA reacted as we predicted they would on Twitter. Elijah Schaefer coming out there again, who got fired, you know, from Blaze Media for sexually harassing or groping uh, Sarah Gonzalez, drunkard, yada, yada, yada. He comes out there and he's like, oh, this is just stab in the back. He's a dick. Blah, blah. Look, there is no unity with these people. Now, anyone with enough brain cells, at least two to rub together and start a fire in your head, can clearly see this was not a shot at Trump. Nobody in the DeSantis camp said Trump wanted this. This was somebody all of their own accord. This was Elena Garcia on her own accord doing this. And Ron DeSantis simply responded with, on Twitter said, um, the, the thing talking about taxpayers want to pay for Trump's legal bills. Ron DeSantis retweeted the article and simply said, but not the Florida Republican who wields the veto pen. Now somebody go check on Jack Sobosek and the rest of these grifters. Oh, they are losing it. They are losing it. No wonder Dante wrote about the seventh circle of hell is made for traitors. Just crying, crying. This is what you're upset about? Folks, you've got to be kidding me with this. You really want to back these people? They don't give a damn about the constitutionality or just, nay, the common sense of not having taxpayers front somebody else's legal bills. It doesn't matter if it's Trump. That position can be interchanged with anybody. The simple fact of wanting to take tax from stealing more taxes to pay for a legal defense that has nothing to do with me, man, you you cannot make this up. It's all over Twitter. It's all over Twitter. They don't do uh, Trump any favors as far as they really don't getting votes. We see now. Here's the problem that Trump faces with at least the online thing. Now again, Twitter's not real life, but here's here's the issue they're up against now. This train of toxicity that has been barreling full steam ahead for the last year in the MAGA camp, you're not going to stop it. You can't, you're not going to stop it. I have retweeted so many MAGA people as of late since DeSantis dropped out when they're calling for unity. People are calling me a fake soldier, all kinds of stuff. Now, again, it's, does it bother me? No, but I'll, all I'm going to do is I'm going to hold up a mirror and I'm just going to show you for who you really are. And you're not going to like me. Again, code Jack, 20% off shellshockcbd.com until the end of the day. You're not going to like me. I'm not here to make friends with you people. In fact, I don't like you. I find you reprehensible and morally repugnant because you're selling your soul for the grift. It's pathetic. Charlie Kirk, don't look at the polls. He's already too, don't look at the polls. Well, interestingly enough, interestingly enough that you say this, share this over on Twitter. Okay, guys. All right, MAGA. Now I want to hear from you. Are the polls real or are they not? Because, again, here we go. I'm playing by your rules now. Ten months. You're in the crosshairs. You're not going to like this. Here we go. Interactive poll. Pennsylvania 2024 poll. Joe Biden, 40%. Ahead of Donald Trump, 39%. Eight-point lead. In Pennsylvania. That he lost. So are the polls real? In the Senate, you got Democrat Casey, 46% plus four over McCormick, 42%. Yes, yes, we're probably going to lose the House and the Senate. It's probably going to happen. Great job. Great job. Where's, where's the path to 270? I want to see it. Now, I'm not rooting against Trump to lose. I'm not doing that. What I'm saying, though, is that we went into this thing without a plan. And now we're going to see this unfold, and it's not going to be good. 
It's not going to be good. I genuinely do not feel that Donald Trump is going to beat Joe Biden. The polls are already showing it. And then these swing states, well, they were swing states. Now they're blue. We're going to see. <laughs> Come on. And even Rush Limbaugh's brother, whom I didn't even know existed until like six months ago on Twitter. is like, how dare you criticize Trump people in the vitriol? You should be ashamed of yourselves. I'm like, look, bro, I, your brother was a very good dude. Very intelligent man. You should probably shut up. Okay. You should probably shut up. Nobody knows who you are. You didn't carve out a name for yourself. You're not some kind of Republican prophetic type. You literally have the last name of a famous political pundit. That's literally it. Shut the hell up. You don't know what you're talking about. In fact, you kind of, you remind me of a boomer. Get off Twitter, go back to Facebook, share the Jesus memes. Like if you don't share this, Jesus won't heal somebody with cancer. That's what your people do. Get off Twitter. You don't know what you're talking about. So annoying at this point. But again, now the polls matter or now they don't matter. So I, I keep, I, you know, I can't keep track. I just can't keep track. Oh, 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 it's crazy. It's so crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Hot topic today, razor wire at the border. I'm sure you all have seen this. Got some calls yesterday, some very good friends that are watching this other political pundits. Razor wire at the border. Supreme Court says feds can remove barriers in Texas meant to block migrants. Wow. Now, Greg Abbott has already come out and said in a statement, nothing changes. They're going to hold the course. They're going to stay the course, hold the line. Absolutely. But that's not what I, that's not why I want to bring this up. Number one, the SCOTUS clearly compromised. The Supreme Court has allowed the Biden administration to remove razor wire barriers that Texas has erected along a 29-mile stretch of the Rio Grande meant to block migrants at the southwest border. The five to four ruling. Now, listen to this, folks. Listen to me now. Listen to me now. The five to four ruling Monday was a temporary victory for the Biden administration and gave the federal government the upper hand in its fight with Texas while the underlying lawsuit continues. Well, John, wait a minute. I seem to remember that the SCOTUS was Republican-leaning or conservative-leaning. Yeah, I do too. Do you know what the voter breakdown was? You know who the deciding vote was? Amy Coney Barrett. And who does she side with? The Democrats. Uh, Democrats. Who picked her? Donald Trump. At the behest of Mitch McConnell. And the swamp continues to swamp. Why is MAGA not talking about this? Why are we not talking about this? Hmm? Now your feet are getting held to the fire. The blazing failure that awaits us at the end of 2024. This is all you're doing. You got to be kidding me with this. The Biden administration secured a significant win over Texas Governor Abbott. Now, again, this is in the courts. Abbott has already said he's not going to, he's not, he's not submitting to this. The decision marked a rare victory in the Democratic president for the six to three conservative court. Liberal justices Sonoma Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, Kentenji Brown Jackson were joined by Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Amy Coney Barrett for the conservative wing in voting. We lost, oh my God. We've, we, we just. From the conservative wing and voting approved the request to vacate, conservative justices Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, Neil Gorsh, and Brett Kavanaugh were the dissenting votes. Now, you got to remember, Amy Comey Babbitt, or, oh my God, Amy Comey, Barrett, excuse me, way big Freudian slip there, not the Babbitt, she's the one that's doing the chop-chop thing. Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh, by the way, aren't the most conservative. They ruled in favor of the lockdowns. They did. You got to remember that. 
Both were Trump appointees. Now, Kavanaugh, I, you know, I felt for that guy. He got drugged through the mud. That whole congressional appointment, that was disgusting. And they did the same thing to Amy. They did. They did it to Clarence they, Thomas. They did it to, uh, yeah, oh, my Anybody God. Anybody who's a conservative that Black goes up there on the Clarence Supreme the racist, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 I agree. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Well, if Trump picks them, they're going to do that. Well, and they'll do the same thing to, to left picks. They did it with Kentaji Brown, um, and she was just an idiot. I'm not a biologist. She didn't know. She doesn't know what a woman is. She doesn't. She, yeah. She, her answer was, I'm not a biologist. You're interpreting the Constitution and you cannot. Your, your job, your role in America is to interpret the Constitution. You're the highest court in the land. And you can't even tell me what a woman is. This is how disgustingly stupid American politics have become. We deserve what we've got coming. And folks, it's not good. It is not good. Now there's more talks of Michelle Obama. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Roseanne Barr apparently is making a, a political prediction. It's going to be Michelle Obama with guess who her VP. This is Roseanne Barr. She's such an intelligent woman. Another transsexual? No, Hillary Clinton. Okay. Now let's just push pause on this. Number one, Hillary Clinton got beat by Donald Trump. Okay. She was not loved in the DNC as much as people thought they did or thought she was. If you lost to Donald Trump, you're kind of a cancer on a ticket. I do not see that happening. I sincerely do not see that happening. Michelle Obama, if she runs, if she steps in and she does run against her, I don't think it's going to happen. If it does, bro, Trump's going to get destroyed. He will not stand it. She will unite the left. Yeah, I just she don't think will. She runs. Huh? I just, I don't think she I runs. don't think so either, but I, I, I don't think know, man. Things are so bad right now that people are probably set aside their differences and be like, at least with Trump, we know what we're going to get. No, we don't. We like got this. We got tax this cuts a secure border. Well, that, that at minimum. least for sure. But then we talk about this X disease that's being brewed now. Do we know that Trump's not going to do lockdowns again? Which uh, again destroy the economy? Do we know that anybody was not wouldn't shut the country down? Trump's the, the one that running. We could do it doesn't matter. But Trump's the one that's running. Is not comply. That's what I we agree with. American that. citizens. But as we at the did same before. time, I don't want a president that's going to put me into that kind of position. So I, I, Donald I Trump's going to get the nomination. Do we know that Donald Trump wouldn't lock us down again? Because he hasn't said it. He has not confirmed anything. In fact, he still promotes that. He just did an article the other day. He did an interview. He's like, I still don't get the credit enough for COVID. He literally just said it again. So why should I be led to believe as a voter that Donald Trump will not lock this country down again? If I, he comes out and says, ask me if I comply, if he does, ask me. <laughs> no, we didn't comply yeah. last time. We certainly ask won't do this Ask me if I'm going to wear a mask if they say no. you're going to wear a mask. Ask well, me if I'm going to get a vaccine if they say you got to get a vaccine. Hopefully Trump doesn't try and take that position again. He just need, look, if Trump really wanted to unify the base, <laughs> then you need to come out and say that, look, I will not do this again on COVID. Then you'll give people a warm and fuzzy. Then I can say, okay, fair enough. I'm still not voting for you, but at least we now we know. But people are left in the dark. Now, why is that? Why don't you think Donald Trump is actually coming out there and giving people that warm and fuzzy? I mean, because honestly, that's all you got to say is like, we'll never do this again. Lockdown's not going to happen. Because I think it basically forces him into this position where he has to admit he made a massive mistake. Trump doesn't do that. Trump doesn't do that. Yeah, not a lot of politicians do. No, they don't. Uh, DeSantis did. <laughs> he did? He did, yeah. He also came out in favor of the vaccine, too. He did? That he could go out and take it. But he reversed that. But he, he did say But it, did though. he force it, though? Did he also stop mandates? Uh, yes, he did. did. He? Yeah. he made it illegal yeah. to have mandates Again, in Florida. I think DeSantis is a great governor. I think he would have been a, a good president if, if he... Was able to. Get I think through. so too. Yeah, but he. I think he just made a lot of bad decisions on who he yeah. surrounded himself yeah. with. 
Yeah, Which his campaign. And well, by the way, is before a I forget, probably a bad indicator yeah. if he's surrounding himself with terrible people in the beginning. Then no, what's bad, to say that he's not going to surround himself with bad people if well, he gets into the, the administration White House. he has in Florida? Though a lot of those would go with him to the White House, so that's different. You're talking about a campaign team. He hired yeah. the wrong people. But as far as what he's done in Florida, he's done a very, very good job. Whereas yes, in, I think he's done a great job. I, I, I wouldn't say anything bad about that guy. I, I don't think that. I mean, I would if he screws up. I'm going to criticize the Santos just as much did. as I would Trump. Yeah, yeah, and I know you. But would. I'm not going to like nitpick the guy's record. I'm sure it's oh, yeah. not easy, you know, governing over a full state or a country for that matter. Oh, it's yeah, a lot of, of decisions, well, a lot of tough decisions you have to make. And it comes down to the bad decisions yeah. and not so bad decisions. Well, tonight, before I forget, at 5 p.m. CST, I've got um, Ron DeSantis' press secretary, Jeremy Redfern, is coming on the show. He's going to do an interview. We're going to talk about the condition of the DeSantis camp, how they're doing over there, what the morale is like, what the plan for them moving forward is. He was feeling pretty bad. I think he had the flu, but he said he should be good. So he's coming on today at 5 p.m. CST, right here on the show. You get a double whammy. And I was uh, I was on a show this morning. It's going to be airing tonight at 8 p.m. Um, do you know who Stu Peters is? Hmm. I, I don't. Stu Peters, um, I guess he has a host, and I was on uh, Deanna Lorraine's show. She had me on her show, and that's going to air tonight at 8 p.m. We talked to She's apparently, she's a DeSantis person. She's, she's going to come on the show as well. Very great conversation, fun time. Um, but that'll be airing tonight. Been doing like, man, I was on Austin Peterson's show, Shannon Joy's show. Um, did, did her show this morning, and then Jeremy Redfern comes on uh, today. And then we've got uh, Sarah is censored. Uh, she's been on the show before, who does all the investigating into the child pornography in the local schools. She's coming on next week. She's got some very, uh, very disgusting yet interesting information to share with people because that, that fight's not over. That fight is definitely not over. So what's going on, Rumble? Do me a favor. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit the like button. That helps us out quite a lot, please. Uh, make sure you share the stream. And if you could, support us on Locals. Why? Because in the point, in the, oh my God, in the point, independent voices matter. And it's through your subscriptions. You keep us out here. You keep us loud. You keep us proud. Ugh. The decision marked a rare victory for a Democratic president from the 63 conservative court. Now, Greg Abbott has also come out and said that this changes nothing. Um, Abbott's, uh, let me get it. I actually have the tweet here. Um, one second. Where's the tweet? Sent it to uh, Andy Frisella because he was, we were talking the other night about this. Um, this comes from um, Chris Oliverez, a lieutenant spokesperson of the Texas Department of Public Safety, South Texas region. He tweeted out yesterday, he said the state of Texas under Governor Greg Abbott's Texas Operation Lone Star will maintain its current posture in deterring illegal border crossings by utilizing effective border security measures, reinforce Constantina wire and anti-climb barriers along the Rio Grande. The logical concern should be why the federal government continues to hinder Texas' ability to protect its border, all while allowing for the exploitation, dangerous and inhumane methods of permitting illegal immigrants, including children, to illegally cross a dangerous river that many have lost their lives, where many have lost their lives. Texas is the only state using every strategy and resource to protect its sovereignty, combat criminal activity, and discourage illegal immigration. Hashtag Texas will continue to hold the line. Greg Abbott tweeted out yesterday in response saying, this is not over. Texas's razor wire is an effective deterrent to the illegal crossings Biden encourages. I will continue to defend Texas, Texas constitutional authority to secure the border and prevent the Biden administration from destroying our property. Whew. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm glad to see Abbott hold the line. I sincerely, I sincerely am glad. I didn't think he would. I'm really? not going to, I really didn't think he would. I mean, we saw him like he was wishy-washy during COVID. He did make a stand, but it was kind of like so a I'm month saying, or two. I, it's, I don't think anybody's good, would have done anything different had they been in, let's say Trump's, position 
I don't think anybody else would have done anything differently. I think they would have. Uh, really? Yeah, I think so. I don't. I mean, Christy Noem didn't. I mean, everybody shut down to a certain extent, but Switzerland didn't. Came, <laughs> Switzerland did it right. They did. They did do it right. Oh, my God. And I think a lot of us were saying, why not follow that model? <sighs> because, because they had reached sense. herd immunity rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, that would make sense. But it well, didn't I make mean, sense for the election because it made more sense for people to cover their face to stuff these ballot boxes. Oh, my God. A lot of the stuff was... Throw that at you real quick. I, it's whatever, dude. It's whatever. I mean, okay, then it just goes back to the same question of if those elections are rigged, how is this one not going to be rigged? Uh, I think you just have more troops on the ground. Is that even legal? I mean, like guarding as, the ballot as far boxes? as like... Yeah, well, just I don't think monitoring them. If you're around, I think you have to be a, uh, there's actual legal process behind election law, stuff like that, that you can't just show up to a poll booth and pull guard. Like you're not allowed to do that. Talking about the ballot boxes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where people were just stuffing the the vote, the ballots inside the the boxes. Mm. And I think. uh, I do wonder where the security was. was Yeah, there wasn't any. They said in most cases, the cameras weren't even pointing at the boxes. I did see some of those things, which is ridiculous. Jeremy Redfern has confirmed he is coming on tonight at 5 p.m. Wonderful. Well, he's the guy in the EOD bomb suit with his profile picture on Twitter. He's, oh my God, he's a savage. He's a savage. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Oh my gosh. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the federal government and uh, Texas. Yeah. So my thing is, though, now that Biden has won the SCOTUS victory, Abbott responds with that we are not changing anything. What is Biden going to do? If Greg Abbott is essentially saying we're not going to respect the SCOTUS's decision because constitutionally we are in the right. Now, Congress can overrule this. You got to remember this checks and balances. I believe Congress can overrule this. I don't think they will. I sincerely don't think they will. We'll see. But either way, um, I'm just I'm very curious if Abbott maintains this. I hope he does. This is Texas's sovereignty here. And the fact that Amy Coney Barrett can sit there inside with Democrats on this is just a slap in the face. A slap in the face. Especially since Trump appointed her and Trump wanted to close the border. And then she comes in and she votes in favor of the Biden administration against the border being secured. Don't and, like it. Don't and like and it there were all. people that had like rumblings about her saying she wasn't conservative enough. But Mitch McConnell wanted her. That's who he recommended. That's who Trump picked. Mitch McConnell needs to go. There's a lot he of needs people to because go. she was so pro-life. Mm-hmm. So I think they knew that ruling would come down on Roe v. Wade. And I think that's yeah. what they really wanted. Potentially, yes. But then it's just like, if she's not full-on conservative, like, and that's such a weird position to have, though. Because if you're that pro-life, but then again, was she pro-life in the sense of like, I want to ban abortions or just more so pro-life and it should be a state-level decision? Because you can still be pro-choice and have that positioning. Yeah, well, that's the that's wrong what decision about, anyway. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. I, no, I agree. But that's what I'm saying is like when they said she was pro-life, it's like, is that what they meant? Is that what they thought? Like, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm curious on that one. Um, Mitch McConnell's another boomer that needs to go. He needs oh, to. He's horrible. So bad. He's horrible. How this guy, I, I, I just don't know. I, I just don't know. We got some good news here. We got Kamala Harris. The solution to immigration is a path to citizenship and effective processing. You don't say, Kamala. This just in, water is wet. And obviously, we got to work together. The sky is blue. Grass is green. This from Kamala Harris. I'm just, I'm at a loss. 
I'm at a loss on this. We keep saying, we, you know, you keep proposing these ideas of, look, the way to fix this is a path to citizenship and effective process. Well, no shit. But what are you going to do in the interim when that border is wide open and you've got nothing protecting American citizens? I, I'm, dude, I am in such a just loss with this. She is the dumbest of the dumb. During an interview aired on Monday's broadcast of CNN's Laura Coates Live, Vice President Kamala Harris stated that the solutions to fixing the U.S. immigration system are ensuring that we can process people effectively at the border and have a meaningful pathway to citizenship. Well, we've already got that. What do you, this is the same argument as like, you know, we need, we need background checks for guns. Like, you do realize we have them. Like, in every state. We need to have stricter background what like what bend over and get the finger up the butt to check the prostate what do you want a stool sit like what are you talking about more in depth that's as in depth as you can go what are you talking about you you don't know what you're talking about is a problem here you're telling me there's no pathway to there is a pathway to citizenship it involves paying money and waiting your turn you know what's so annoying is that they get into office now they have this position of power and they continue to say that the immigration is broken and they're not doing anything about they, it. I mean, yeah. and they say this every time that yeah. they're in charge. Yep. Well, the obviously the immigration system is broken. It's so broken. We, yeah. And we can't fix it. it the most yeah. it makes sense just to open it up so people just pour <laughs> on in here. <laughs> the problem they give is, a couple grand and they're walking around money. Here, here, here. This is a free money. car. This is a cash for clunker. It's a bomber program. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're right, but I think a lot of these politicians though also don't want to fix these problems because yeah. as long as the problem exists uh, they have a job makes me think that they just get paid from these drug cartels and probably have some hand I in like yeah. human trafficking and all Dude. the other legal stuff because if you really cared about that stuff you would shut the border down immediately you would think if you know yeah. keeping people up like who's that guy the uh guy from pawn stars i i've got the article right here his son yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's all because of this border crisis let's read it right now they've done yeah. it that's sad to see. Pawn Stars personality Rick Harrison says son Adam died from fentanyl overdose, blames border crisis. CDC reports overdose deaths from synthetic opioids rose. Oh, my God. 55.6%. It's incredible. From 2020 to 2021. Biden swung that border door open and oh, my God. Just started killing people. Oh, I didn't know it was this bad. How, how, I, I, wow, wow. Pawn Stars personality Rick Harris, Harrison revealed that his son Adam Harrison died from a fentanyl overdose. Fox News Digital confirmed. Adam was 39. He said, yes, I can confirm Adam died from a fentanyl overdose. Rick said in a statement to Fox News Digital, the fentanyl crisis in this country must be taken more seriously. It seems it's just flowing over the borders and nothing is being done about it. We must do better. Details surrounding Adam's death were not immediately known. Now, look, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. I don't care what anybody thinks. I think if that was my son, I would not be as respectful in that response. I'm not knocking his response. I'm saying me personally. I'd be looking at Joe Biden saying, this is on you. Well, not fully. It's also on your son. Your son knew what he was doing. He decided to do it. Now, here's the kicker. A lot of people don't know there's fentanyl in their stuff. Just yeah. a little bit of fentanyl can kill you. I've seen people take sleeping pills, a little fentanyl. They didn't even know it, and they die. That's the risk you take when you're going into a polluted environment of drugs and stuff like that. That's why I feel like if you legalize this stuff, you put it in the stores, people are going to be insuring. They're going to insure. Say, for example, like CBD, Delta, like what do you do? It's legal. But we have it third-party tested for proof that it's pure. It's good. 
But that doesn't happen if you don't legalize it. Instead, you got black market stuff. You think black market people are going to have scruples about how and what they... No. Absolutely not. Cut that shit up. Absolutely. They don't give a damn. You die? Okay, I'll find somebody else. That's too easy. But there is a lot of blame for Joe Biden keeping this border open to import more voters. Yeah, You have the one lady who uh, is suing the... Biden administration for $100 million for her daughter being murdered by that uh, illegal alien, that 17-year-old El Salvadorian. (sighs) Raped and murdered her 20-year-old daughter who had autism. Jesus. It's It's disgusting. It's It's because the border's white. And and these same people who argue for more gun laws, more gun regulation, they they say... Oh, they don't care. If if one law, if this will save one One life, life, it's worth it. Wouldn't that same thing apply to the border? (laughs) <laughs> Even more so. I mean, if you think you know, about casualties in relation from gun violence to drug overdoses, you'd save more lives going for drug overdoses. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. But you're just, you know... <laughs> uh, man, I don't, I don't know what to say anymore. I mean, what do you say to that? Stupid people. Just do uh, This camera is annoying the ever-loving hell out of me. I'm going to fix this right now. I don't know what's wrong with this. Do I need to zoom it in? Uh... I think maybe. It's fine. We'll just do it after. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care. It's Whatever. Just, it's fine. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's all the information they got from uh, the Pawn Stars. That's such a sad thing. It really is. I mean, I could imagine. Even though he was, he was 39, you know, it's still the guy's kid, yeah. his son, who we work with. That's still young, man. That's yeah. still young. That's it's sad. Awful. That's it's, that's so sad. It's awful. You got uh, the likes of Tim Scott and some other uh, GOP nominees that were endorsing Trump in the New Hampshire. Uh, New Hampshire primary is underway. Oh, Fox News just called it for Trump. What? No, I'm just kidding. I was about to say, there's no way. Uh, Donald Trump. Dude, they were calling that for Trump like three days ago. I was like, ah, Trump's got it. It's like literally the polls don't open for like 48 hours. Trump's got it. It's like, here we go. Donald Trump, Nikki Haley battle in New Hampshire primary says the two top Republicans left. I still have the answer. I still have the question of why is she still in this race? She doesn't think she can win it. She clearly doesn't. So the question is, why is she still in this? Is this a money grab? Yeah, I think it is. You think it is? Yeah, I think it's like a Beto where it just stays in it. Nikki Haley's a new Beto. Oh, yeah. She's going to come out on the skateboard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hell, yeah, we're coming for your AR-15s. Then you get crushed, and then you run in Texas. It's like, I'm not worried about your second amendment. Beto, shut up. You you nerd. Like, I'm sorry. When I still see people in Texas with a Beto bumper sticker, I want to pull them over and laugh at them. It's like, how do you tie your shoes? I know. Who ties your shoes for you? Hi, dummy. Hi, dummy. He's stupid. You voted for that nerd? can't believe like this guy guy's got he's got a record of losing oh, he's a good loser he's an amazing loser should have just stayed in el paso dude that's where he was mayor yeah last week former president donald trump secured a win in iowa during the first contest of the 2024 presidential nomination calendar we want to thank the great people of iowa he said in a caucus victory speech in des moines iowa here are just a few of the politicians who've been doing that okay we already got this but uh 24 senators over 116 house members and nine governors have endorsed look trump's got the nomination he clearly has got it DeSantis was the only one that he really took seriously but haley coming in at 19 percent again a, a close third and then you know DeSantis endorses trump now DeSantis's group i don't know which way they're gonna go i really don't because 
on this show, I was interviewed on this morning. I, people are kind of like, for me, it's like, you're not going to vote for Donald Trump. And the general's like, no, I'm not. It's like, well, then it's a vote for Biden. It's like, no, a vote for Biden is voting for Don, for Biden. I'm well, not voting for either. Also, you're in Texas. What? So Texas leans pretty red. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. For the most part, Texas, it's, 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 we're, we're tipping. I don't know. It's tipping. Well, I mean, if you look at the, the election stuff, naturally you got DFW is solid blue. I think Fort Worth is red. I think San Antonio is solid blue. Uh, Houston is, I think, solid blue. So in the outlying areas, it's just like America. In the outer lying areas, you've got hardcore red. Where the actual population is, like I think Dallas is like 4.6, 4.8 million. It's a lot of Democrats. Now, realistically realistic speaking, though, when I when I change the scenario, and I, I, I'm genuinely asking this to people, it's like, and I asked the, the host them today, I was like, let's say that just, just for poots and giggles, Nikki Haley secured the nomination against Joe Biden. Would you vote for Nikki? If that was my only choice <laughs> over Joe Biden. <laughs> Bro, there ain't no way in hell I'd ever vote for a Nikki Haley. Who are you going to vote for then? No, Joe Biden? No, I'm not voting for anybody. I'm withholding my vote because it's like, I don't find there's a candidate that accurately reflects like, my hey, positioning. Hitler or Joe Biden? Who are you going to pick? <laughs> who is it? Neither. He, who? Well, clearly Hitler's got the genocide in his back pocket, so I'm going for Biden. He's just doing it with means of fentanyl all over the border, so it's a little different, but still. That, that's like such a massive, like inaccurate comparison. Uh, I mean, what are you doing like there? Like those are, my, those are my two choices. Nikki Haley, that's you probably going to get us into another you war. Want this piece of shit, or you want this one? <laughs> that's how I feel with Trump. I mean, so it's like that's. But I do get where people like, come out and really say, like, look, if you're not going to vote, or like maybe because I think DeSantis will be on the ballot in Texas. I'll still vote for DeSantis. He's still on the ballot. I think he's well. He's on the ballot in 30 states. I think Texas is one of them. If that's the case, I'll vote for I'll vote for I was gonna say Joe <laughs> Joe DeSantis. Joe DeSantis. <laughs> Joe DeSantis. Sounds about I'll vote right. for shut your mouth. You shut your whore mouth. You don't say that. You don't say that. Um yeah, I I, I just I'm sorry. I, I'm not playing this toe the party line. Cause somebody in my my uh Twitter thing, my my one that's like pissing all the mag people off, you're a disgrace to the Republican Party. And I'm like, I'm not a Republican, yeah, bro. I, I, don't, I don't tell not, your party lie. I'm I don't care about that. Putting a label on myself yeah. to be a part of a party. I'm not I, th- I'm voting for Low taxes, mm. secure border. That's it. That's how low my bar is right now. <laughs> I have no standards. That's it. I just I need somebody secure, just with a pulse that can climb some stairs. That's literally it. Because energy I'm tired of seeing our protest getting his ass kicked yeah. by Air Force One. Energy, that's, <laughs> that's it. Make us energy independent. Secure the border. Uh, I think that's... Uh, <sighs> I think we, we could all agree... We'd be happy with that at this point. We'll say because I don't think we're going to get it. I don't I mean, think Trump's going to be under Biden. the Biden administration. It's been an absolute nightmare, disaster, hundred percent. And they come out and tout themselves like, "Oh, the the stock market's way up now. Everybody's doing great." Uh, well, like really, the stock market's not up. And then they talk about unemployment. Oh, by the way, we're taking your calls today. I forgot to tell you that people have been. Josh said people have been blowing up the phone even when the show's over because they really want to probably like talk to me and troll me stuff. So we're opening up the calls. If you want to call in, weigh in with your opinion on what's going on, anything we've talked about, the line is open. The number is two one four eight one seven. What is that? Four or one one eight eight nine. The stupid program things in front of the number I can't see. 214-817-1689? Yeah, it's on the screen. 1689. 1689. There we go. Little thing is blocked by my viewpoint there. We got the we got the lines are open. You gotta love this. This comes to us from Fox News today. Uh Tamagotchi. No, that that's not. I'm just seeing the ad. No, that's not that's not from Fox. You remember Tamagotchis? Did you have one? No, I wasn't. You're you're muted. Genius. You genius. Yeah, let's take a call. I love Tamagotchi. 
Sorry, get the beep. Yellow. John, Josh, how are you doing today? Man, we're not complaining. Well, that's all we do is complain on the show. So, <laughs> what's up, dude? What's going on? Not much. I just have a question. Uh, example, uh, Trump is one nominee. How do you think we're going to fare the next four years? Because I'm going to lie. I'm kind of a little, I'm a little nervous how it's going to go. As far as like him winning the general? Yeah. Uh. Um, honestly, man, like I said, and, and you know, this, this position I'm taking, this is not one of those, like, I just hate Donald Trump. We're looking at this from an electoral votes position. We look at Pennsylvania and the polling coming out of that most recently shows Biden ahead by eight points in Pennsylvania, which again, Trump lost in 2020. I still got to pull the polls for Arizona. Cause again, I guess now the consensus is polls are real. Now MAGA has made the argument during these primaries <laughs> that the polls are real. And I've been sitting here preaching. The polls are not real. Now they can be they can be and Trump himself talked about suppression polls. This is a very common thing. But now I'm playing by MAGA rules. So now the polls are real and the polls are showing that Joe Biden is destroying Donald Trump in key states that he lost in 2016. <laughs> so if that's the case, it's gonna be Biden. So I dude, Unfortunately. yeah, we we are we're heading for some really very dark times. I now I'm not gonna lie, if Trump does win, I'm not gonna be pissed. I'm going to be worried because I'm, I'm concerned for our Second Amendment rights. I'm hoping he would not Agreed. do another shutdown. But I'm not going to be sitting here going, oh, my God, Trump won. I'm like, okay, well, at least we're getting the economy back. My guy didn't win. I'm not going to compromise my vote just to beat one Democrat over another. But I won't be upset if Trump wins. I just don't see it happening. I hope I'm wrong. I should just, like, hear me now. Quote me, clip it, whatever. I hope I'm wrong. But, again, the path to 270, I don't see it. I just don't. If we look at the last roadmap, yeah, if we, if we look at the last roadmap, bro, you've lost. You lost five crucial states and their electoral votes. They're gone. You're not getting them back. Well, I think part of the reason is if Trump shut his fucking mouth and stop dividing the damn party, it's going to be as bad. I think he probably have a decent shot, but it's just he can't shut his fucking mouth. He can't show up the Santas. He can't. He just can't stop saying stupid shit. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. That's my problem with him. That's the the other thing is, yeah, I, I agree. But at the same time, it's like you got to win over moderate Democrats, and he's not doing it. Yeah, he's not. Do, you're not going to win over moderate no. Democrats by taking this positioning. But I think he was trying to do that with his pro-choice stances to like try and move the window to 15 months instead of excuse me, 15 months. Oh my God, 15. Weeks. <laughs> Happy newborn baby, you're gonna board it. Uh, but like 15 weeks instead of six weeks. Um, so I think he's trying to take more progressive positioning without going completely over the line. But in my opinion, he has. Um, so we're going to see, man. Like, I can, we can all sit here and make our predictions all day long. Uh, you know, I knew he was going to win Iowa. I just didn't know by how much. And, of course, you know, I was talking to Andy Rossilli yesterday on the phone. And he was, you know, he's like, Berg, I'm not trying to gloat. He's like, but, you know, I called Iowa. Like, I called it. And it's like, Andy, I called that, too. I was like, but here's the deal. Like, let me explain this real quick. If you disagree with Donald Trump and you want to see somebody that you feel would be more effective, you're going to root for them. Now, from the get-go, I said that Trump has got a stranglehold on the GOP. He is the GOP frontrunner. You got to beat this guy. So when I'm supporting Ron DeSantis, yeah, it's coming from a position of like, oh, I'm voting for him, but I don't think he's going to beat Trump. Like, if I'm going to sit there and say that, it sounds kind of stupid. So it's like, look, you got to believe in him. You got to go all in. And if he doesn't win, well, then so be it. So Andy calls me. It wasn't pertaining to just that. He was talking about the, we were talking about the border and stuff. But And I told Andy, I was like, here's the deal, man. I was like, people can can celebrate this victory for Donald Trump. I was like, but you've won a battle, but you're going to lose the war. And I'm sitting here and the DeSantis crew are telling you that 
you were going to lose the war from the get-go if you go with Donald Trump. We feel like DeSantis, he resonates better with independents. He, I think he can win more moderate Democrats over because he's not hes not Trump. He's a more refined, more polished. I think Democrats do not dislike him as much as Donald Trump. I've seen so many different people out there saying, and I know this is anecdotal, so take that with a grain of salt. But, you know, a lot of Democrats are saying mm-hmm. that I would vote for Ron DeSantis as a Republican because I hate that. I hate Republicans, but I will not vote for Donald Trump. So, and also, if we look at the Iowa turnout, the Iowa caucus turnout, and this is what a lot of people aren't recognizing. Trump got 51% of the vote. 49% did not want Donald Trump. The GOP is split. So now you're going in with a fractured party to take on apparently whoever it is, Joe Biden, or Michelle Obama, I don't know. You're going in already crippled. This is not good. This is not good. Now, the one advantage that Trump no. does have is Joe Biden is doing a horrible job. So you could potentially bring over, if, if, if there was ever a more per- perfect condition to be set in the political spectrum of bringing moderates over at least center to the right, it is now. The left is rife with anti-Semitism. The border is wide open. Even Democrats are feeling this in their wallet in places like New York, California, Chicago, Martha's Vineyard for like 48 hours till they move or get the brown people out of there. So now is the time when you could be stealing moderates and we're not. Trump can't. So you're just like, damn it, man. Like, we had the pathway to victory, but Trump took the win. DeSantis drops out, and here we are. So we're going to see how this thing plays out, man. I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. We have to watch those those swing states, see what they do. The prior ones they lost. Can he win back Arizona? Can he win back Georgia? I don't know. We're just going to have to see. We'll see what the polls say. Let's just let's see what the polls say. <laughs> it's live by the polls. Hey, remember. Hey, polls, hey, baby. remember. Hey, remember, it's only two legs when he's doing it right. We do it right. The pills are fake. It, it's, it's bullshit. It's so fake. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's so fake. It's so fake, folks. I know fake pills. Those are fake pills. Except those pills are real. If I'm winning, the pills are real. Appreciate your call, man. I love your impersonation. And one more thing before I go. Before you go, I just want to say, uh, huge champ for years, I want to say thank you. I've listened to a lot of your stuff. I've become more constitutionally based. I really respect what you do. I'm glad I, uh, found you on YouTube and your fat shaming date, man. Really, it's an art, it's an art speech. What a strange trip it's been from like fat shaming to doing stuff like this. Like, man, you gotta like, when I'm dead and whatever loser decides to like write a documentary about me, he's like, this guy was freaking weird. It was weird. Like, what a strange roadmap of a life. All he needed to do was gay porn and just completes the circle. It's like, yeah, he did everything. It's like, oh, well, not everything, but yeah, you know. So, not go, everything. Go, go to, you know, I should have went to Hollywood and got Weinstein and that'd be like super famous right now. I don't know. We'll see. Appreciate you, Cole. Thank you for the support, yeah, so, dude. Yeah, you're so Silicon Classic. Of course, thank you. Have a good one, sir. <laughs> Later, brother. Oh, my God. Take it. Yeah, the, uh, love that call. I love how he says, like, become more constitutionally based. Hell, yeah. Love that. Love that. Call in. Weigh in with your, uh, your opinion here. Got an article here. Anti-Semitism exposed. The breeding and doctrinational grounds of college campuses. This is dangerous, folks. These are what's impressionate or impression. Give me. I was going to say impregnating that too. Mental, mental impregnation from just morons out there. What is, what is turning your children into mouth breathers, AKA liberals is what's going on here. This article comes to us from Fox, a former Biden official who pushed for engagement with Hamas slated to teach at Yale. No, I'm not making this up. Suspended Biden official who pushed for engagement with Hamas slated to teach Israel Palestine course at Yale. Robert Malley, the suspended U.S. special envoy to Iran, will teach a course titled Contending with Israel and Palestine. Yes. Yes. 
Because that, that's what we need. We need an anti-Semite teaching the children for a non-biased take. Like, you're sitting there saying we need to, we need to engage with Hamas. Yes. Yes, because that's going to work out so well. Because we know they're coming to us in good faith. Absolutely. No ulterior motive behind that movement whatsoever. Ah, okay. Sure. Absolutely. Maybe we can make to make a pinky promise not to kill any more people, right? Maybe? No? No? Oh, okay. <sighs> President Biden's embattled U.S. Special Envoy for Iran, Robert Miley, Maley, excuse me, who was suspended last year and is under investigation by the FBI. What? I, what are you doing? Yale. Did you, did you not learn from Harvard? What are, you, what are you doing with this? This is nonsense. Are they competing? Dude, it seems like this is just the dumb Olympics. Who can make the stupidest decision? Who can make the dumbest call? So you know what? Who can we hire to really just ostracize our alumni and our donors to just really, you know, put us in the tank? Yeah. Let's bring on an anti-Semite. Or no, let's bring on a gay black woman that plagiarized her freaking thesis and then comes out there and supports anti-Semitism on our campus. Oh, yeah. Great job. Do you not see how liberal women make the dumbest decisions when it comes to business? Sincerely. Like, sincerely. Bud Light might want to weigh in on this one. It's like, oh, you know what? When it comes to woke women, maybe don't hire them. Don't hire them. They're dumb. And the only reason woke men are even a thing is they're trying to get, you know, laid by the woke women. It's like, how much of a beta feminist can I be before I get my pee-pee touched? That's what it boils down to, quite honestly. Miley will teach a class, or Miley, same difference. Miley will teach a class called Contending with Israel-Palestine this semester, which will take an in-depth look at important questions surrounding the Israel-Palestinian conflict, according to a report by Yale Daily News, soon to be followed by... Candace Owens on her take on why Muslims are segregated in Israel, which is not true at all because Candace Owens doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. She might as well teach the class. The class is limited to 18 students, according to the outlets. 18 students? What's the point? 18, wh why? 18 students? Come on. This is, this is more of a, uh, you're, trying to make a, you're trying to make a statement here is all this is. 18 students are going to pay for this nonsense? Yep. Wow. Is that normal? At you Yale? bet, buddy. That, that can't be normal. You, you figure your class size got to be at least at minimum 40 to 50, but 18? Now, is that due to lack of sign-up? I mean, it can't be because anti-Semitism is everywhere. It's everywhere on these campuses. A lot of Jew haters out there. Why? Because they're stupid. They don't know any better. Students reportedly had to arrange a meeting with Mally and take part in an interview prior to their enrollment of the court. Wait, 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 what? What? Now, folks, what does that send up on your spidey senses? Let me, let me finish this. This is great. I didn't even read this article prior to the show. I just like, you know what? That's a great article. Let's read it. This has got to go somewhere really interesting. Students reportedly. Oh, my God. Now, remember, they're paying for this course. And this is at Yale. Okay. Students reportedly had to arrange a meeting with Mally, the professor, and take part in an interview prior to their enrollment for the course, which will consist of 13 weekly discussions and assigned readings. Oh, how convenient. How stupendously convenient that you got to, yeah, you got to sit down and do an interview with the professor. What do you think he's interviewing you for? Just curious. Just curious. 
Yellow. Hello. Hello. Señor. Yep, sí. Señor Don. Sí. Uh, sí, sí. My name is, oh, very gracias. Oh, my name is Hector. And I'm doing this country. And I want to tell you, no, sí, señor, señor, Hector, Hector, Hector. And I want to tell you, señor Biden, Mr. Biden, number one. I come from Nicaragua and I give him, he gave me mucho dinero, a brand new phone. Oh, I love America. But I have no problem when I come to the border. And for sure, the border patrol tell me I need, uh, am I a señor or señorita? And I tell him, no, no, I am a man. And I said, no, señor, you are, I am no lady. And he gave me Santa Clara Nacho. And I said, adios, mio, coño, I'm crazy loco. So, I'm so scared. I'm a little so are you, are you boy, a senor or senorita? Are you a senor or senorita? No, I'm a senor. You're I'm a senor. senor, senor. Okay. But, Yes, yes. So what can we do I, to help I you? To now, John. What, what can we do to help you? Oh, I don't know. I feel, I don't know. What you need I, to I do. To okay. And... Okay. Jorge, Jorge, Jorge. What you need to do is find yes. the nearest person that's dressed in a camouflage uniform. These are people from the National Guard. Yes, They'll be around some of this wire. It's, it's not there against you. Don't worry about that. Try and cross the wire because they're waiting for you. Don't don't worry about the guns. Okay. They just didn't know that. Try and cross the wire. You know, uh, to do that. No, yeah. that, 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 I, I, I know. I, I keep pistoles and I get. I say to them, it's okay. But John, I, I señor, I have to go now. I must take the rest. I'm so sleepy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> Gracias. Gracias. The guys in the National Guard uniforms go towards them. Border Patrol, stay away from them. Oh my god. Oh my god. N never never a dull moment on the show. Never a dull moment on the show. All right folks, that wraps it up for now. We're going to be back today live at 5 p.m. CST right here on the All American Savage show because we got Jeremy Ron DeSantis's um excuse me, press secretary coming on to give us some information on what's going on to the Santos team, what he sees Florida doing moving forward. I want to get some insight on what Ron DeSantis is doing, thinking, uh, and see what his predictions are for this, uh, this, com uh, this coming up general election and this uh, end of this year. Matter of fact, November. Yep. Man, time has flown four years under Biden. Good Lord. It was horrible. Like 12, but it, well, I don't know. It felt kind of fast. I don't know, man. It's, really? It's like just, the, the economy tanking as quickly as it did, yeah, and yeah. like dragging, but it doesn't feel and like, it's like four the years almost. being open and yeah, yeah. twenty million illegals. <sighs> good times. Like good God, times. is this ride ever going to end? <laughs> this guy, this administration oh, is awful. Is he ever going to die? Oh my God! How much dementia you got to get? Good grief. Anyway, we will see you right back here at 5 p.m. CST. Hey, do me a favor. You see that locals button? Tap it. Subscribe. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. We'll be back here at 5 p.m. CST today with Jeremy coming on the show. Excited to do this. You guys need to have a man. Yes, have a great night. And as always, you stay savage, America.